Hello and welcome back to our podcast about a video game you may or may not have already played. I'm Juicebox. And I'm a slightly sick Jackson. <laughs> and it's dangerous to go alone, so come with us as we review this week's video game. It's dangerous. Oh, Fucking. Eat Woo! my whole dick, every last so bit of it. Good, that was Jesus. so good. Oh, I could feel it. I could feel it coming out, and I felt so confident too. Yeah, you felt it just bubbling up, and just no. felt so good. Next week's gonna be bad. I can feel it. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna fuck <laughs> it up. I'm gonna fuck it up. Uh, uh, how are you? I'm doing okay. I'm a little sick. Big week there. I flew back mm-hmm. to Ontario. I performed in disney on ice i did not crash so that was good and then i got to see you and we got yeah. to hang out and that was really cool i got to i got to see you as sven and a very excited baker mm-hmm. oh way too excited it's adorable i will forever cherish those little videos i have on my phone they are just so cute i was cheesing for you i was uh i was i was definitely playing it up for you you were so far away and your mouth was open so wide it looked like you didn't have teeth uh but it was so cute sven was great you were great in the show uh we didn't know that you weren't in the second half of the show so the whole time me uh me mr box and cynthia were all like which one's jackson is that jackson that doesn't look like jackson i don't think that's jackson and then till finally so we were sitting with um the show producer show runner yeah uh Uh, your uh, friend performance director my friend gig yeah friend gig yeah and we went to him we're like which one's jackson he went oh he's not in this part of the show and we both were like oh yeah i just moved stuff (laughs) yeah stuff i had a few other friends uh and i had some family come see the show and they're like what are you and i'm like well you'll really only see me in act one and honestly really only for about a minute but that'll be fun and it was (laughs) (laughs) and then i'll just be sneaky in the background sneaky snake and then after the show jackson came over uh i was big spoon so i was like a little jetpack on his back the whole time Mm -hmm. like a little koala action yeah 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 yeah. and then we went to toronto comic-con and we did our very first con together we did and it was exciting how was that for you jackson i got really overwhelmed (laughs) (laughs) you really did you kept making the comment that i i'm entering my shy era and i kept being like shy at the worst fucking possible time (laughs) i kept looking over and i was like where is this jackson that i knew that is just like he was just like standing there looking around staring at people quite honestly yeah quite honestly i felt really embarrassed for like half the day after that i was just like i wanted to be outgoing and like and like approach people and and really get hyped up about stuff but i just felt so overwhelmed by the number of people and the sounds and everything going on i think what it was i think i think what i learned is i was a big sparkly monster you're beautiful Thank you. Absolutely stunning. I appreciate that. And you were just um, a tall, handsome boy. And Mm. while that is wonderful. Thank you. And the act, and I will say after you left, the sheer number of people who kept going, oh my God, he is just so handsome. No, you're just trying to make me feel better. No, it was alarming. It was alarming. There was uh, Cynthia. Cynthia's. Cynthia Stunning, yeah. Cynthia's uh, sister, um, stepsister was there and she was just like, oh my God, is that your husband? Holy shit. And I was like, uh, no, it's my boyfriend. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, and then like a few people on the staff, like there was a lot of people who were just like, 
because you are you're very handsome but Thank there was a lot of people who are like oh he is just so cute but i think what we learned is that even though you are very tall and very handsome very cute right. i think you needed a little zhuzh if I you're going to be around zhuzh. if you're going to be around me i think you yeah. need to have a little bit more uh and then also i feel like you're like like a game person like there yeah. needs to be like a if we were running a game uh, and i could be like hey come over here and play this game for 10 seconds yeah then and then I that would, would, would promo it, it out of the park yeah i think that's what we needed we need something yeah. to have you to pull them in for you to yeah. engage with them and we learned that's fine yeah you know so we figured it out because me and cynthia didn't need that because we're two sparkly monsters right you know people yeah. just come up to see the sparkly monsters who sure. are on tv i really uh, appreciated when you would introduce me to, to people though because they'd come over and be like oh good you're i felt beautiful. so bad and then you guys would talk and i would stand awkwardly and then you'd be like and this is jackson and i'm like hi i'm jackson <laughs> and then i'd back up there there was a photographer there um who very uncomfortably i was like oh where, where's your accent from she's like um i'm from ukraine and i was like i was there for christmas or new year's i really enjoyed it and she was like yeah, it's not fun there right now, though. I, went, no. I wanted to sleep in traffic. The moment she said that, I wanted to no, I wanted to not. take my wig off and lay in the middle of the street. I was like, wow, this is weird. She was also great, though. Well, it's probably not what we needed, but every now and then she would just, people would walk by. We were in like a really high traffic area and people would walk by and she would, hey, do you want a picture with them? Just like oh, no, no. The way that it the way that it went was she came up to us and she said you need more people to take photos with you and i said oh i i normally don't don't grab people they usually just come to me because i look like this and she went no you look like everybody else here i'll grab people for you hey you take a photo with them and they were like no <laughs> there was also a few times where she's taking a number of photos and then she goes open your eyes and i went yeah that's a note for me that's for me when <laughs> oh, i smile like... my eyes closed and there was, a, there was a lot of times where she would be pointing the camera at us and I would pose and she'd be like, no. And I'd be like, what? And she wanted candy. She but wanted I was like, candy. but I was like, but there's a, I'm in a smile. Like, oh my God, it was. There's one excellent photo that she sent. Um, there's two, but they're both great because they're you highly engaged with another podcaster and, and me just... just like stood awkwardly in the background, Aww. staring into the abyss. <laughs> Oh, Jackson. I kept making the joke that I was like, because people would come over, some recognized you, and they're like, oh, let's take a photo. And since it's, you know, our podcast's time, I'm in the photo too. But I just <laughs> I kept like I just awkwardly standing on the edge <laughs> and just being like, I am getting cropped out of so many photos. <laughs> I know. And every single time you say it, I'd be like, no, you're not. No. Oh, my God. I so saw it. It got to the point where after you had left... Um, also, before I say the story, big thank you to the uh, Canadian oh, Podcast Awards for you. having us. Thank you so much for our our little podcast to have a little guest spot. So grateful, so so yeah, grateful. very very grateful. Thank you so much, Jackson. Really did love his experience. Although he I did, did if it shy. didn't, yeah, if it didn't seem like I I I told Jennifer I pulled her aside and I was like, I'm really grateful for this opportunity. Like genuinely, it means so much because I felt I needed to explain because it might. I was like, it might not look like i'm having fun <laughs> but i need, but I, I need to communicate that this is awesome i kept uh after you had left like you were gone out the door on the train and me and cynthia had our live taping for our pod 
yeah. that was coming up like within 30 minutes and i still had to finish watching the drag race episode yeah, i spent yeah, yeah. 10 minutes being like but then jackson did this and then like i felt so bad and then this and it got to the point where cynthia went juice i need you to stop making excuses for jackson and finish watching the episode so we can prepare for the podcast he's very handsome i know but we gotta we have other things to think about <laughs> <laughs> cynthia i'm sorry i derailed your, your podcast. <laughs> it was because I, I felt so bad i know and uh, that made it that almost made it worse for me as i was like oh i don't want to throw juice off their game and and oh, i, I know sorry. that you were just like you okay and i like i was really <laughs> grateful i was you were so great <clears throat> at like acknowledging that i was uncomfortable but not like making me freak out well, and spiral well, because of it yeah well because i'm used to that stuff like i'm used to doing meet and greets i'm used yeah. to people walking by and smiling or walking or not not acknowledging your existence like that's all second nature to me like yeah. if somebody were to come up and be a massive fan of you and pretend like i didn't exist it would have been fine because i'm used to people coming up <laughs> and knowing the other people around me and being like who the fuck is this you know so so that would have been fine but i realized when we were there i was like oh jackson's not used to this like he has no idea what is coming. So I was like, oh, fuck. But we learned, we laughed, we loved. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so cool. Time. Yeah. Um, but speaking of cool, uh, this week's video game we are reviewing is God of War Ragnarok, maybe the coolest game I have ever played. Ooh, I had so, 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 so much fun. Very high accolades. And Jackson has not played it because he nope. doesn't have a PS5 yet. Because he um, is poor. He is poor and does not have a. Okay. He's so not poor. Anybody else... I feel like that's disingenuous. I, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. fine. I just don't I think have you've... the spend the. I don't have the disposable income to spend on a. Well, it's like seven hundred. Seven more than fuck no. Well, it's six hundred plus. You gotta buy like games. You gotta buy the controllers. You gotta Fair. buy like yeah. stuff. You know, to be a, yeah. so it comes works out to sometimes being a, like a thousand dollars. So it, it comes out to a lot. So I, it's very understandable for you not, not to buy a brand new game system, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but if there's anybody out there who wants to buy Jackson a PS5, please, uh, please do. Uh, <laughs> Just please do it. <laughs> please do it. Please, I'm begging. So I played god of war and so did you i played god of war yep played god of war and got this is god of war ragnarok so the god of war ragnarok is essentially a full continuation of that story like right literally the, right from the drop i wouldn't say right from the drop uh but just the description of it from the playstation website because it's not a good one on wikipedia my usual <gasps> wikipedia let us down let us down it was also really bright tonight Embark on an epic and heartfelt journey as Kratos and Atreus struggle with holding on and letting go. From Santa Monica Studios comes the sequel to the critically acclaimed God of War 2018. Fimble Winter is well underway. Kratos and Atreus must uh, journey each of the nine realms in search of answers as his guardian forces prepare to a prophesized battle that will end the world. Ragnarok. Uh, along with the way they will explore stunning mythical landscapes um, and face fearsome enemies in the form of Norse gods and monsters. The threat of Ragnarok grows ever closer. Kratos and Atreus must choose between their own safety and the safety of the realms. Wow. I know. That sounds intense. It is. It's definitely a lot more manly of a game than I usually like to play. Well, I don't know, because you're you're all over the place now. uh, You've played the first one and the second one now. Mm-hmm. But I and... think it has that like dreamy beauty that that I like in a game. Yeah, you know, so I get it. So, but you also did. Well, I guess we're trying to define manhood, which is oh, is a losing dead. battle to begin, right? But, but I think it's like um, 
I think I lean more towards like our pretty RPGs and like cozy game. Sure. Versus this, which is a little bit more of like blood, guts and gore. Right. But still like, yeah, but still like pretty. Yeah, it's still stunning. I imagine. It's stunning. It's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, So basically the game comes right off of the first one, Mm -hmm. but you're right in the, the throes of Fimble Winter, which is essentially the nine realms are hit with like this devastating winter. Right. So you're not wearing your like tiny little thong and your like little harness anymore. Like you're wearing like furs and everybody's like, you know, really bundled up. Uh, And Atreus, or as we find out from the end of the last game, Loki. What? Did you not listen to me the last game? Sometimes when you speak, I just shut it. I shut it down. I did. did I hope I hope other people knew. Yeah, yeah, you're just talking with it. So he he he's prophesized as Loki, but obviously he is still Atreus at the beginning of this game. He has aged, I would say, a few years. Like it he's does not look teens, lo- right? He, yeah, he's got like a deeper voice. He yeah. he looks a lot different. He's taller. He's much more um, uh, proficient with like a bow and like his fighting skills. Which is he still I've... a whiny little punk? He's kind of whiny. Mm. He is kind of whiny, but he is a teenager and he's also, you kind of see him mature throughout the game, right? You can really see like him, like have those moments where you think he's going to be like, and he like kind of thinks and realizes it. It's the, the character development, the acting in the game is astounding. Like it's, it's incredibly done. It's like better than a movie, you know, it's like, this could be a full blown, like, like TV series. And I would just be glued to the screen if it was done properly, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the way that this one starts gives a nice preview to how the whole game is going to go okay. because it has more creatures in it. Oh, okay. So some so more s- like enemy variants than the first one? No, like friendly creatures. Oh. So like you start the game with, um, you're essentially hunting for uh, a stag to feed yourself um and right and kratos and atreus basically and they fight and they they hit it they collect the the carcass they put it onto a um sled and then you have your wolves at the front of the sled and you basically have the the new action is you can control the wolves so you're on the sled and the wolves are like you're like mushing the wolves and you can control the way they go which is i thought was really cool because it's like a different kind of mechanic that's brand new for the game it does start where you kind of start to see your your main sort of enemy at the top of the game is Freya. Um, the witch from the first one? The witch from the first because one. Because you killed her son. Because you killed her son. So she's yeah. trying to get revenge on you. So Freya is like a looming danger. So Freya huh. attacks you and you've got to like okay with that. fight off Freya. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got to fight off Freya. Aw, <laughs> baby. Um, and then um, eventually you make it back to your camp um and there's there's another wolf there his name is who's who's loki's wolf huey no 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 no. dewey He's in a, louis i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking huey dewey and louis were the names of the ghost wolves that i had in elden ring so Bruh. now you now you got it no who's it's in a it's like it's like it's like lore like it's like frost morn no 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 no, a, no. Oh that's my a God. sword from warcraft no it's the it's like a it's like an it's like a it's like a Norse god. It's like a giant wolf. Ares. No. Loki wolf. Wolf, wolf boy. No. Wolfie Fenrir. Wolf. Fenrir. 
crushed it. Did that just come to you or did you Google it on your phone? I did. I did a Google. Um, okay. So anyway, so he he's rushing back to his Fenrir? To home to find his wolf Fenrir. Fenrir. Okay. I'm with you. Fenrir. And then some things happen and you essentially see kind of a, a, a new power that Atreus develops where he has like, he has a definite connection with animals, like a very, very, very close connection with animals that has kind of Ooh, uh, not close. like a sexy one, not a sexy oh, okay. one, but he can well, like, he can like talk to animals. He can communicate what? with them. He can feel their feelings. Like what's it's, the best film where you can, where a character can understand animals. Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. That's probably what I would say too. Oh, that's a classic. Okay. Sorry to derail you. I got distracted. No. Wild Thornberry is the movie. Bet. Whoa. Good point. Yeah. Like how could I, how could I forget? I think I'm going to stick to Dr. Doolittle personally. Absolutely not. Because I, I was more of a Rugrats than a Wild Thun- Thornberries guy. Oh my god, I was so fucking hardcore for Wild Thornberries. Like really? you have okay. no idea. Oh Do you my know god. they did a I... movie where they crossed over? Oh, of course I did. Rugrats and Wild Thornberries. I was like, like you know how like there's Swifties and yeah. all of that. Like as a young, a wee lad, yeah. Me and the Wild Thornberries, like Wild Thornberries and Sailor Moon, were like yeah. right next to neck and neck with each other. Like I sure. fucking loved it. Because I was just like, there is this dumb ginger nerd who can talk to animals, and her best friend good. is a chimpanzee. Yeah, like, and she gets to travel Africa. Like, I loved her. Anyways, um, do you want to get back to it, or can I continue to derail? Please derail. I've started watching a series on Netflix called Kipo. K I P O. It's an animated series. Oh my god, I've, I've tried to watch it. Is it you, good? I really like it. I watched yeah, four yeah, episodes yeah. when I was nearly comatose after a three-show day in Hamilton. Oh. And it's DreamWorks. The artistic direction is beautiful. Its production oh value god. is so high. It's very colorful and like kind of pastel and, and very, very enjoyable. The writing's great. All of the voice acting's fantastic. I the characters are wild and varied. Um, and they they use music really, really well as as well. Like they have dubstep moments and like upbeat um, rock moments and these sorts of things for, for tone setting. I'm really enjoying it. I'm really, really, really liking it. Have you watched Shira, Hilda, Mm-mm. and Jessica? It's on my list, though. It's on my list. You gotta watch Shira. Yeah. Hilda is great for, like, a kind of, like, very cozy chill. Yeah. Because it's very it's very kid, but it's got beautiful stories. Shira yeah. is 10 out of 10 excellent. And um, Voltron is incredible. Yeah. The new Voltron, you watch Voltron. right? You watch also, Voltron. Voltron. No, I watched old Voltron. No, new Voltron. new Voltron. New Voltron is like so like I would rewatch New Voltron like it's incredible. Okay. Fuck. I got a I got a long list of stuff to watch, so I'll, I'll make sure. I'll and don't forget Goblin Cave. The... Goblin Cave. That <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> you showed me that you well you tried to show me Goblin Cave. You showed me the the thumbnail of Goblin Cave. I'm putting that in your birthday card. No, don't do it. Oh yeah, it's just my a, birthday soon. Real soon. Just a big fucking goblin. When's your birthday? September twentieth. I'm a Virgo. Oh yeah, I knew that. Well, of course I shove it down your throat. <laughs> I'm gonna write Yo. it. Hold on. Hold My on. birthday? Aww. Yeah. September twentieth. We'll never miss it again. Ah, well, when's yours? April sixth. April sixth. Oh, it's already in my calendar, motherfucker. Uh, I was already uh, not going to miss it. Sorry. Hey. Let's get back on topic here. We talk so- about video games on this video game podcast not my birthday so essentially you you see this like new sort of power and connection that atreus has with animals um and then it kind of moves right into the story right so it just it just kind of you it just hits you you've got all your old favorites there you got all your old friends what so 
Atreus doesn't want to have sex with these animals. But theoretically, if a man approached you and his best friend was an animal who was trying to wingman for him, how easily would, how great, how effective would that be on you? It depends. Are you the animal? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'll stop stop derailing. Uh, Go ahead. So essentially you find out that we are just like prophesized for Ragnarok. And essentially the whole story sort of turns into like, um atreus and kratos trying to find connection this is for those of you that can't see i'm using my two fingers to find connection but not in a kissy way like a find connection and they're kissing because they're boys so yeah the the graphics are incredible beautiful 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 graphics i find that the graphics are 10 times better than the first one. Wow. That's bold, uh, yeah. bold statement because they were pretty impressive for the time. They were be- they're beautiful. And you played the first one on your PS5 as well, right? Yeah, I played the first one on PS5 and I found and I played this one. It had the same sort of um very smooth flow um yeah. as the first one did. There's there's no real cutscene. It kind of just like you're kind of running and then the cutscene sort of starts and you're you don't know if you're in control or not. Like there was a lot of times I was running and my thumb would hurt. And I realized that I was in a cutscene. I was like, fuck, I don't have to be, I don't have to do anything right now. Fucking shit. You're so Um, delicate. My thumb hurts so bad. Running's hard. Do you know when you're pushing and you have to like do the sprint and you have to like push down? Oh my God, it hurts my thumb. Anyways. So yeah, graphics are are beautiful. Storyline. Storyline is wild because it's not just one story, right? It feels like there's like 10 stories happening all at once. You've got offshoots with Freya. You have storylines with Atreus. You end up finding storylines through um, um, Asgard. You find storylines with the the two um, dwarf guys. Like, oh my god, it's just it's so much beefier of a game. It feels like the game, the first one, times a thousand. Nice. Yeah, I, I heard from uh, a number of people playing it, uh, a couple of friends, a couple of people in the, the Flannel Fam, um, basically saying that they put in a lot of hours and oh, were not least... really close to finishing because there's so much to get distracted by. Not I... to mention some like double back on yourself to, to hit stuff that you miss later. I will say I found this one mm. for side quests. It's easier to go through them because I found for the other game, for the first game, it would be like kind of really open world in a sense with the side quests where you were just like, you had to really search for them. When I find for this one, when you were in a world, because you go across the nine realms, you essentially go to, you don't really go to all of them, but you kind of go to all of them. Some are optional, uh, just like the first one, but you try to hit almost all of them. Uh, Once you're in a realm and you're going through that storyline through the realm, It'll give you moments of like exploring and then it'll be very apparent that this is a side quest. And then the side quest gets added into your bank of side quests and you can kind of go through all of the side quests in that realm before you move on. Okay. So it's not one of those things where it's just like, it's kind of hard to be like, Oh, did I finish them all? Did I get them all? Should I do this? Should I do this? You can kind of see in front of you after you've done, picked up all the stuff like, oh, I still have this little side quest to do, or I have this little side quest to do, and you can kind of finish them. That's why I'm 40% in the game. And it was because I had put so many hours into it 
because I was just deciding to like, okay, well, I'm just going to fully finish this realm because I might as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when it got to like the later realms, I was just like, I have been playing this game, which feels like etern- an eternity and I have to finish it. So I yeah. just stopped doing the side quests. Did it, what was the, the final hour count for you? I think my final hour count, I think I can see it on my app. It says 38%. Um, oh, I only got one gold trophy. What was my gold trophy? Rough. I know, only one. Uh, oh, battle the Allfather. Oh, like the battle of the final boss. That's so stupid. What kind of fucking... Rough. La- what kind of last trophy is Have that? Have you ever uh, 100%ed a game? No, never. Never gone much. after all the achievements, eh? I've tried, honestly. There's been there's been a lot of ones where I've really, really tried to do that. Yeah. But there's just so many other... Like, I'm 34, you know? Like, there's other shit I need to do in a day. And I feel like if I tried to <laughs> 100% a game... And I'm also not that good at games. And I feel like... Fair. I feel like... Can you 100% a game on easy? Because that's how I play. There are some games that are really restrictive. And they're like, you have to beat this game on all difficulties. There are some that create their trophy list... And the conversation around it says like, okay, well, this is a three playthrough platinum trophy. And Mm. there are others that are are very approachable and they remove any form of like multiplayer component and they remove any like difficulty restrictions. And -hmm. it's just about collecting or doing really specific things. So it definitely depends on the developer. Okay, that's fair. Mm -hmm. I will say for this game, as you go on, something that's nice with this is that I feel like it's easier to upgrade your weapons and um, armor, and it's also more visually appealing. Ooh, walk me through it. Tell me how it's changed and how it's developed. So I feel like because of the accessibility of the side quests um, and the kind of... um, uh, And the chests, because once you're doing side quests, you're hitting more chests, right? Right. Like, uh, so you're getting a lot more kind of like or and things so it's easier to get all of those things so it's easier to upgrade your weapons and i found that the are not your weapons and also your um your armor um and there's a lot of side quests that have to do with like full armor pieces where they'll be like oh if you finish this for me i'll give you this like one of there's one side quest where she's like oh i'll just give you all of this stuff for free if you just do this one side quest and you get this full thing where she you don't even have to duo i want upgrade it's just all free so you can just do it all in it looks really cool um i found out later on that it's only good for hand-to-hand combat and not good for weaponry so i literally was just like why is this game getting so hard all of a sudden and then i realized that i read the description again i went oh fuck this is all hand-to-hand combat so when i did hand-to-hand combat i was absolutely bodying everybody but then i was like where but i like my little i like my spinny blade so Mm -hmm. i changed out my thing but I, I find because they're so accessible, it's easier to kind of upgrade your stuff. And they also look cooler, you know? Yeah. I need loot that looks real cool. I do. Oh, you look so cool in this one. There's, like, dragon scales. There's one that's, like, all this, like, blue. It kind of looks like um like a, like a, like a sapphire kind of light blue. But it's, like, swirling the whole time on your body. And it's really spiky. And you still... I, I like when you can see how all his muscles. Like, I don't yeah. care how cold it is. I want to see Fair. him absolutely jacked. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm still jerking off after I'm playing. Of course. You're playing material. bottomsless. <laughs> I'm playing with a fleshlight. Like, Obviously. I'm, yeah, what you're playing you, checkers. You, I'm playing you've, chess. You've cranked you know? up the vibrate on the controller. 
<laughs> it's in my ass the whole time. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, is this uh, the most unhinged episode we've ever done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. It's because Kratos is just so muscly. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I would say for the for that part. Right. Okay. So then walk me through the combat because we talked through the first one and, and we, we said that this game was brilliantly designed, the original God of War, because, well, the remake of God of War, because it gave you so many options for combat that it almost felt like too many. And you Same. and I did not use it, but did not feel like we were missing out or making the game harder for ourselves. How did they kind of evolve the combat going into the sequel? It's It feels like the exact same, mm-hmm. but um, in this one, you get to play as Atreus. Oh, like you switch full control to Atreus. So you almost, I would say 50% of the time, you're Atreus. Whoa. And you're playing as Atreus and you start to develop his strengths his powers his like you get to shoot the bow you get to um have these like cool slow-mo moments where like if you hit somebody a certain way it'll slow time down and you can like really quickly shoot a bunch of arrows at people so i found it's even more because now you're developing atreus's powers in finite detail just like you do with um kratos and then also Kratos has extra weaponry that you gain throughout this game. Oh, so cool. while you have his axe, you have his blades, you also gain another weapon, which then also has its own um, entire bank of um, upgrades that you can use with that. And then also they've added something now where you can go and you can upgrade the upgrades where they can then have more shock value, more power, more stun, like those kind of things. Cool. So those start to get added in. So I feel like it's even beefier in that aspect where it was like already kind of overwhelming for the first game. Yeah. And then they added even more. So you're like, Ugh. but I think because I was so used to it in the first one that I was able to maneuver it a little bit easier and kind of figure out what to do. But I will say the controls are slightly different. So for the first half of the game, I was still playing as if I was playing the first game right? and kind of fucking up my, my combos and stuff. Um, But I eventually figured it out. Yeah. Like kind of retraining your brain on how to do stuff because you'd played the other one so recently. Yeah. This is actually the game that taught me not to button, button mash. Yeah. This is the one where you're like, no, you have to actively it's like you really have to turn your brain on Mm -hmm. for what i want to do at what time and how i want to do it and what it's gonna be the smartest way i I do still find that it auto locks on um your enemies which i always appreciate yeah Uh, but maybe that's like a story mode easy mode thing okay so think back to the beginning of the, the 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 remake the first one of these two yeah you start with relatively few powers and abilities, correct? And then yeah, you kind of build so. them up over the time. Now, this game takes place right after that one finishes, where Kratos is all jacked and beefed up and knows everything and has all of these combos. Mm-hmm. Do they do anything to kind of reset you to make you feel like you are starting a new game? Or do they kind of start your power level where it was uh, and then just take you to new moons type of thing? No, you sort of start where you were. The only thing that's different is that you still have your blades and mm-hmm. the axe. 
you don't have to earn the blades this time. Interesting. You know, so you have your blades, you've got yeah. the axe. Um, and I would find, I find you actually start stronger because you have Atreus and Atreus is powered up even more in this game because he's older and he has more controls because so all that... the controls that you add for him in your solo as him, they transfer over when you're together. Oh, cool. Yeah, especially because now you can add like more, you can upgrade his bow, you can get different kinds of arrows, you can also get um, different kind of armor for Atreus that you can upgrade as well. Interesting. So, so then how how do they make progression feel meaningful in that, how do you start to feel stronger as the game goes on if you are already starting very, very strong? Or on the other side of things, how do they provide you with an adequate challenge knowing that you are also super, super strong? The the enemies are harder. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The enemies are fucking a lot harder. It's just like, fuck. <laughs> and it starts you off right away with like your enemies are just like, hey, get fucked. Guess what doesn't work? That weapon. You got to use this one. So you're just like, fuck. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good enough reason. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense, right? The enemies are harder. You're just like, oh, fuck. You know, it's like I have all this really cool stuff, but it doesn't work. <laughs> like, you're, you're like Valkyries are just fucking around, right? You're just like, fuck, and man. So, right. You know, and the those like, who are the, the people that are like from Helheim and like the, the axe doesn't work against them or something? Yeah, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Anyways, the, <laughs> yeah. the enemies are just harder, you know. Yeah. But I do, but but there's but there's a lot different enemies this time. Like there's bigger ones. Like there's that dragon fight that you do. There's a lot more fights like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot more creatures. Like there's a lot more like like you at one point you save like a big sky jellyfish. You save it. You save it. Wow. And it's just like a big jellyfish in the sky. And a lot of the side stories have to do with like a father son bond. Okay. Right. And this is a this is a very mild spoiler, but it made me it brought like a little tear to my eye. It was really sweet. It's a full side quest. Yeah. So like it's not a huge spoiler to the story. It's just like a tender moment. So if you don't want if you want the the story for 100% of what it is, skip up skip ahead like a minute or two, but this is the small thing. You go through this whole long game, uh, 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 quest. It's not super long, but it's like kind of tedious. And the whole time Atreus is like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? You never want to do this stuff with me. Why are you doing this? Why do you want to save this giant jellyfish? And he's like, it doesn't matter. I just want to save the giant fucking jellyfish kid. Like, let's just save the giant fucking jellyfish. So then you save this jellyfish. It like floats up into this desert sky. It's like, it's this beautiful scene. And the whole time, oh my God, it's so sad. The after he just goes, the only reason I want to do this is because the world is ending and I want, I don't know how much time I'll get to spend with you. And I just want to spend as much time with you as possible. It is so nice. (laughs) It's so, the whole, the whole game is about kind of them connecting and finding this like love that they, like Atreus is trying to like open up to his father and, and to kind of figure out if he wants to be good or evil and what, who he wants to be. And then Kratos is trying to fight these feelings of like being a father and how he can be a good father and how he can express emotions through his like trauma and pain of like his years of being a God of war, you know? Mm-hmm. So well, you can get tender. to fight as, as Freya too. Like Freya you get to fight as Freya. 
yeah 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 freya also Damn. becomes like a person at, that you can fight at so the game is so much bigger and you can upgrade her and like all these things sorry if that's like a weird spoiler but like there's just so much more to the story that it's just it is it, like i wouldn't be able to explain it all in one podcast you know it's sure. just there's there's a lot a lot a lot like even that tiny little thing i just said is literally like 10 minutes out of the game that's cool so the overarching plot of this is that you have brought on Ragnarok, the world is meant to end, and you are trying to stop it, correct? No. So Wrong. Ragnarok is coming, Yeah. but there's things about your journey that could either stop it or continue it. And the whole time you're learning is that, uh, that they're saying is that history may be written, but we write our own histories. So even though this plan has been laid out for us, Who's to say that that's what we have to do? You know, we write our own story. Why is somebody else writing it for us? Right. You know, so that's sort of the, the, what they do. Obviously things happen, shenanigans happen and you know, the story progresses that way. And then like, you know, so Ragnarok, Ragnarok is happening regardless because it's right. called Ragnarok, but how you get there is sort of the, the story and what we see, you know? Okay, so let's dive into spoilers then, and we'll just do oh, real brief. Are you sure? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't want to ruin it for you. but I can. Do you want to do what we talked about previously and pull the fourth grade book report? You want to book report this one? Do you want to book report it? We can. Well, I don't want. want to spoil it for you. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you, so if you want to know how it ends, you're going to have to go play it yourself. yourself. I think you should, because I feel like I feel like this one, I don't want to dive into spoilers, because this one is such a, such a good game that, like, there's... One, if I were to sit here and spoil it for you, I would be talking for another 40 minutes. Fair. Because so much happens. Right. And even if I were to spoil it, it wouldn't make sense, because the the full arc of the story is what feeds into the ending sure you know so, so if the you end- just gave me the ending that you're not getting the, you'd the be list. like okay like it wouldn't sure. make sense to you because you sure. need to know so much more about what happens throughout the story you okay. know there's it's it's literally such a big story and such a so much happens and like there's so much unraveling there's still and what's nice is the way it ends is there's still questions yeah there's still like a wide open space of like, okay, well, what about this, 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 and this, which leaves, you know, something open to new games, which sure. thank God. Oh my God. If it didn't, I would be devastated. Yeah. Uh, because if that ever comes out again, it's going to be like opening night for me for the next one. I'm going to be like gonna, downloaded. Would you, ready would you to wait go. in line at a, at a game store to get one? No, because it is, uh, it's 2023. I don't need to do that. Right. But just like that level of excitement, you know, you, would, I would, you if I had no other choice, you know? Right. Yeah. But right. I don't have to. What if Kratos was going to be there? He could like softly hold me and call me boy. Yeah. Oh, God, I'd have to write to like that. You'd be okay. Oh, I'd be great. <laughs> be great. Actually, funny story. Something that happened at, um, Comic-Con. Mm we there was this like 360 video thing yeah and i went over with cynthia because we it was the end of our day we wanted to just try it and so we went up and we me and cynthia were like hello sir is there any chance we could skip the line we like we we just have to grab it before we leave and we were we've been at our thing all day just staring at you guys please and he was like six five and dressed as a knight but he was like 
such a nerd like glasses and like kind of brown like slicked hair like he was a nerd i loved him um and he was just like oh my god of course and me and cynthia were like thanks so we did the whole thing we laughed we go we went to go get the thing and he was showing us how to do it and this man's hands were so big they were like mittens like they were gigantic and i kept going oh my god your hands are so big like i was taken (laughs) aback by the size of his hands like, I was like, no, it's just, they're just so large. Like, oh my God, your hands are so big. And Cynthia was like, juice. Oh my God. Stop. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> like, they're just, they're so big. And he was just, and he was like, very like, <laughs> but Cynthia was just like, really, you love a nerd, right? I was like, I love nerds. <laughs> I love nerds too, differently than how you love them, but I love them. You don't like a big handed knight with glasses? That's, that's less what I look for. Oof, I was I was in love. Yeah. Um, but anyways, that's the game. I would rate it if oh, I was to rate, rate this to game. It? Okay, go yeah, ahead. we didn't we didn't rate it. Well, I mean I feel like we're at the end. We did we did you you've talked all the talk you want to talk? What else would I say? Do you remember the story I told you where Christopher Judge won best actor in a game, best performance in a game? Um, and he was talking about this, the kid and he talked for eight and a half minutes and it's yeah the record for the longest acceptance speech in any award show history which is so funny because he never talks in the game um boy boy well he does talk he talks more in this game than he boy. did in the first one. um yeah no I, and i will say he was right like saying how good atreus was because atreus was incredible in this game he was he was excellent he's just a kid i will say so. sorry my last thing before i don't do this or before i rate it uh, who is who's like the big god man what's his name again kratos no odin odin nailed it they cast odin as this like old tiny mob boss kind of guy odin voice actor richard schiff do you know who richard schiff is no okay so he's very like um you know loki like what are we doing here you know like that like that's who they cast and i was like this isn't really like kind of where i thought this was going but like that's fine um (laughs) you know it kind of took me out of it a little bit because like everybody else is these like big manly what do we do here like thor is like oh like so and then all of a sudden you have this like old timey mob boss as a dad so i was like okay like maybe we had some scarface fans in the sure. audience when we were developing sure. this game but um that's my only complaint so but then as i there's, segue into my there's no other da- no other negatives about this game no exceptional exceptional all right lay nine, it on me. 9.5 yeah um big muscly nipple kratos's out of 10 sort of whiny atreuses the wow. only reason i'm giving it 9.5 is because it's weird old-timey mob boss odin so strange. damn that not that docked so him bad. a point five, eh? yeah like this game i found i found this would this would be a game that i would like stay up until like 1 a.m playing that's knowing i had you, like right? yeah oh my oh, god it's okay. very late for me yeah sure. knowing i had the gym in the morning knowing i had responsibilities but i was just so sucked in that i had to sit there and continue right. playing it I want you to be aware that you gave Spiritfarer a perfect score. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. And you gave... Do you write this down? No. What else did you give it? Uh, Spider-Man, a 10 out of 10. 
and then you tried to give another game a 10 out of 10 and when i told you you gave those other two 10s out of 10s you docked it score i'm just very giving with my so are you saying that spirit fairer and or spider-man miles morales are better games or more perfect games than god of war ragnarok for me because spider-man you taught me on the weekend is every how did you phrase it basically young gay men love to put on spider-man outfits right uh to look hot as we saw at comic-con this this uh week is i mean i don't know if they were all gay but yeah they were gay but they put it on because they didn't put it on because they love spider-man they put it on because they wanted people to see their body like that's why you put on a spider-man outfit like i'm waiting until my belly goes down enough my tits get big enough where i can buy one and just do thirst traps like sure i'm gonna be that guy i don't care 100 percent yeah. Remember when we were stood at the Canadian Podcast Awards booth and a Spider-Man walked by and you said, hey, Spidey, nice cheeks. And then we watched the whole life deflate out of his his body. And you yeah. could tell, even though we couldn't see his face because he was in his Spider-Man costume, he just went, just oh. stolen his soul somehow. His shoulders slumped down and his head fell down. I think he knew we were joking, but... I think I I should have taken the cosplay has not consent a little bit more seriously. They did have signs like that all over the. They sound the like con. that, and I I thought it was a cheeky little quote, but the way he reacted, I went, "Oh, you probably didn't love like." That. I probably ruined that guy's day. You know what? Tell Men me. need to be objectified more. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Men objectify women all day, every day. So guess what? I will catcall and objectify men because yeah. it's equality. Yeah. Equality, baby. Per. Nice tits there, Jackson. Thanks, babe. You should smile more. It makes you look prettier. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. How well, do I feel? <laughs> before we dive too deep into gender politics and inequality, let's wrap this shit up. This was our most unhinged episode of the podcast ever. So if you've made it this far, thank you dearly from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate Jackson's you being been having here. A, a rough week, so he needed to let loose. <laughs> There's so many people mad at me right now. <laughs> Everyone yells at me all day. But I'm so glad that we get to come together to talk about our favorite, our second favorite hobby, um, video games. So Video games and blowjobs. Yeah, in that order. In that order, always. Easy. Always. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening. And if you want to stay in touch with us between podcast episodes, you can go to our socials, which Juice will tell you about right now. Uh, you can go on Instagram at ItDangerPod, or you can follow us at on in TikTok at... Oh, it's, uh, it's Dangerous to Go Alone? It's Dangerous to Go Alone Pod. Ah, I was so close. Ooh, so close. I was so close. I was so, so close. close. I was so close. So Thank you guys so much for coming with us again on another week of a game that you may or may not have already played. Uh, next week, uh, join us where we are going to be reviewing one of my favorite experiences ever um, on stream when we played Pico Park. Pico Park? Pico Park. Is that what we're doing next week? Yep. Love it. Pico Park. Join us next week for a little bit of Pico Park. Uh, love you guys so much, and I'll see you then. Bye. Bye.